I welcome you uh, as we, in Central Moments today, will conclude our verse-by-verse -verse series. It's gone five weeks uh, out of First Thessalonians in the Bible. It's a letter to the Thessalonian church that Paul had actually started, and he would have written this probably several months later back to this new church. And he's going to end, as with many of his letters, with what we call a, a blessing or a benediction. A benediction is a kind of pronouncement of blessing. It's more than a pronouncement that the service is over or the letter is done. It's a pronouncement of blessing. And so sometimes benedictions take on uh, so may you be kind of language. And this is where he goes. He says, may God himself, this is verse 23, may God himself the God of peace, may he sanctify you through and through. So Paul's saying this is, may God just do this. It's not even quite framed like a prayer request, like God, would you please sanctify them through and through? He just say, may it be. It comes like a blessing, and with the blessing comes the impartation of that very thing. It's like a prayer, but it's a pronouncement. May the God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus. He's coming back again till that day. Remember, he's already been saying in light of that day, don't be asleep, don't let it catch you off guard. But instead, may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord. And I thank God we serve a God. The God who's called us is the God who can keep us. He can keep you blameless. He can help you say no to sin. He can keep you alert. He can talk to you. He can, he, he, he can cause life in your spirit. He can keep you alive to him. And he can keep you spirit, soul, and body. This would be Paul's way of saying kind of every part of you, because every part of you is important to God. Your spirit, that's the eternal part. Your soul, that's your, your mind and your emotions and your will. And your body, that's your body. And, and may... At every dimension, he keep you set apart to God. May he keep you blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus. For the one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Look, he's faithful. Like Paul will say to the Philippian church, he who began a good work in you. He's going to be faithful to continue it until the day of Christ, until the day Jesus comes. I mean, he, he, he's going to be faithful. You can count on him. He calls you. He's called you, and he's going to prove himself faithful to you. And he will do it. He's going to keep you spirit, soul, and body blameless until the coming of the Lord Jesus. Well, how come I've blown it then? Well, you always have a return point through repentance and faith in Jesus and the blood he shed at the cross to kind of get on your feet again spiritually and to keep moving forward. And when he does come again, you're going to be cleansed by his blood. God will see the righteousness of his own son because your sin was put upon Jesus and the cross. And you receive his righteousness and he's going to receive you blameless in his sight. So verse 25, he concludes by saying, so brothers and sisters, pray for us. Pray for us. That's always good. You know, sometimes people will say to me as a pastor, I feel selfish asking God um, to do something for me. Well, Paul apparently got over that a long time ago. He had no false guilt about asking people to pray for him or about praying for his own needs. He just said, brothers and sisters, pray for us. 
and then greet all God's people with a holy kiss. And I charge you before the Lord to have this letter read to all the brothers and sisters. So he ends by saying, uh, pray for us, greet each other. Uh, it was culturally appropriate to kiss each other on the cheek. That may not be in your culture, but it doesn't change the idea. We greet one another. We love to see each other. We love to be with one another. And, and uh, we read. We read God's Word. He said, make sure this letter is read also to everybody. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And that's how he ends the letter. Father, may the grace of the Lord Jesus be with us. And we just want to take refuge in the fact that you can and will keep us blameless to the day you come. You're going to help us to keep us holy, to keep us making the right choices. And when we fail, your blood, and we repent, your blood will continue to cover us so that once again we're blameless in your sight. And we thank you that you're coming again. We thank you you can keep us. And we pray indeed that Jesus' grace will be with us all. In your name, amen. Amen.